Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. Hello. That would be me. Yeah, that's you. My microphone, or actually, no, I think it's just my headphones that are slightly loud tonight. Slightly loud? The voices in your head. I have the control here, so (laughs) be nice to me, because I can blow your eardrums out. He sounds like somebody from National Public Radio. (laughs) Who, me or him? him? Hello. He kind of did for a minute. Whatever. Anyway. Hi, y'all. This is uh, uh, there. I'll, I'll make it better, shall I? This is Motorsports Madness, where we're a bunch <laughs> yes, of crazies that just, <laughs> just happen to talk about racing along the way. I'm Jacob Suman, the ringleader of the crazies. Cr- I wouldn't admit that. I can't. <laughs> we ever have to reboot you right here in the opening segment? No, no. Good grief! I, I think he has his hat on too tight. Yeah, that's probably it. Anyway. The two antagonists on the other side of the room are Tom Baker in the black and Randy Miller in the, I guess, gray. Well, I, didn't gray even, I, I, I didn't even look at what color Randy's shirt was I, when I, I took both in. of y'all's shirts and put them into one shirt. That's okay, that works. And red, who is another color that we hadn't referenced yet, and is actually... <laughs> <laughs> That's all they're gave you. Red, red, wearing red blue. with the blue shirt. <laughs> yeah, red with the blue shirt <laughs> is punching buttons. James Mellick is over there. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Yeah, this is going to be one of those kind of yes, shows. Yes, it is. Because <laughs> um, we have a lot of good to talk about. We have two cup races this weekend, which makes we me do. happy. The only sa- the only part that makes me sad is it's not two cup races at a more entertaining track because I usually fall asleep during Pocono. Sorry, guys. No offense. But it hasn't been the greatest the last few years. Just saying. You wouldn't be the first one to hey, do that. If this weekend is anything like all the other races we've had so far this year, I think it'll be pretty exciting. I was going to say, everything I've seen so far is better than what it's been previously. Yeah, so Got to hope for the best. Yes. There are other races besides Cup at Pocono. Yes, so Ar- Arca. Arca is running tomorrow. And uh, Xfinity, too, right? Xfinity? No, it's on the no. Trucks. No. Trucks. Wait, hang on a minute. No, trucks and trucks and Cup are running Saturday. Xfinity yeah, that's and what I thought. Okay. Xfinity and Cup are running yes. Sunday. Okay. okay, that's what I was thinking. All right. All right. Yes, there that are five five races both. in three days. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes, they are not both running tomorrow, but they are both running this weekend. Yeah. So okay. anyway, we'll get to all that. Uh, we will get to uh, the the news story of the week. That's that's coming up. We we, I, we, we have to get to that, so we'll get we to do. that. But we'll also talk about fans and more fans coming back. But before we do that, we have to do a little business. We'll be back because Red's going to punch a button, and we'll be back with In more. In your face. <laughs> you own a performance car, and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their car, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah. Street. 
Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! <gasps> It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now, back to the show. I'm I'm glad we're coming back to this show because after last segment when Randy had a violent streak going, I'm sitting here during the break going, what on earth did I do to him? It wasn't what you did to me. It was what you were going to potentially do to Red. No, I wasn't going to do anything to the producer because I know he can get me in a lot of trouble. Yes, he can. I'm I'm smart. Anyway. He just hits one button and nobody hears you the rest of the show. (laughs) It's something like that. Anyway, welcome back to the show. be the first time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. I'm Jacob Seelman. The guy, the hooligan in the black is Tom Baker. The hooligan in the gray is Randy Miller. I resemble that. <laughs> yes, you do, actually. And James Mellick is punching buttons, and, well, if, if I get really excited, I may just tell him to mute Tom for the rest of the show. We'll see. He won't listen. Hmm. <laughs> he knows <My>. better. <laughs> I'm not the one that agitates him all the time. Guess we'll see who steers this ship now, yeah. won't we? Anyway, well, my arm's are long enough. I can just start pressing buttons until I get him back in the air. So oh, I don't right. know what's going to happen after that. <laughs> <laughs> if you start punching buttons, it might be like one of those NASA space exploration things gone wrong. Yep, your chair is going to eject into Mars. <laughs> he's going to say he's going to hit the eject button. Yeah. Jacob's going right out the vent, and his and his roof over his, his roof is covered now, so yeah. he doesn't have. The I know. I I would end up with my head stuck in the ceiling. What's going on in the world of racing, Jacob? <laughs> oh, that's a loaded question. Um, I guess we'll start with the obvious. May as well get it, you know, rip the Band-Aid off, get it over with, right? Uh, <laughs> if you've been living under a rock, which I can't imagine why anybody would want to do that, it's Actually, not very comfortable. sounds like a good idea these days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're probably not wrong. It's been a bit of a crazy week. Anyway, um, so yeah. Uh, before there was a race on Monday, there was a statement from NASCAR that there was a noose in 
uh, the garage stall inhabited by the 43 team and Bubba Wallace, the sport's only African-American driver at the top level. And said tied piece of rope has launched a long laundry list of things in social media traffic and other such that I won't really get into, but the long and short of it is NASCAR uh, issued a statement. They were angry, as you know, they were within their rights to be if, if there had been a hate crime committed at Talladega, and they called the FBI, and the FBI came in and said, no, there's no hate crime here because this has been like this since last fall. Now... That raises the question, why was it like that last fall in the first place? But, you know, I'm not one of the smart people that's been trying to deal with this. So I'm just going to pass it off on Tom because Tom has information <laughs> to make this all make more sense. Well, I don't know. Brace yourself. It, I don't know if the information helps it make more sense or not. Um, well, you have information, which is more than what it, I have. It depends on I, where you I, stand. I, in. I've been trying to hide from social media all week. It depends on where you stand in the matter. It'll make sense or not make sense. Well, here's... Here, let me kind of do some overview here, and then I'll I'll get to the information that I have. If you look at the situation and the timeline of the way it happened, NASCAR finds this news, and, and supposedly it was reported by a member of the Richard Petty Motorsports team. Okay, so NASCAR becomes aware. They, I would guess, they go and look. And say, it's a noose. And then they release a statement after they see it that a noose has been found, blah, blah, blah. Um, and now you have 15 FBI investigators on the grounds. And they investigate and go back through footage and figure out that this noose has been there since at least last fall at Talladega. When, oh, by the way, the Wood Brothers were in that pit, um, that garage stall. <clears throat> so we're not saying anyone associated with the Wood Brothers made the news. But the, the conclusion that you come to at that point was that this was basically a giant nothing burger. Okay, now in the meantime, Bubba has gone on a number of... Um, shows, um, media shows, and done all these interviews talking about the news and, and, and everybody kind of gets whipped up into a frenzy. And now we're, you know, the, the, everybody's basically taking sides here. Um, and the conclusion that NASCAR and the FBI come to is that it wasn't what we thought it was. Well, no, it was a garage door rope. Okay. Yes. It, looks like a noose but it's not it was there a while ago so the question that 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 gets asked is if your footage showed this was there last year why when you saw this wouldn't you have immediately gone to the cameras looked at the old footage figured out that it was there last year which makes this basically nothing Okay, and then never put a release out to the public. Why would you knee-jerk react before you even finish the investigation as if this were actually something? To me, as a PR person, that didn't make sense. There was something missing here. And even after 
the conclusion was reached at first, Bubba was out still basically disputing the findings. It, but it was a noose. Well, yes, Bubba, we, we, it looks like a noose, but it, it was a noose. I mean, a noose is not always a racist thing. A noose, nooses were around before, okay, this was... They use them in the rodeo all yeah, the time. Yeah, I was going to say, there's plenty of reasons to, to tie something into a noose. And, and so it, it just felt like there was a lot of insistence that it was something. And so, I mean, I was really just like, gosh, guys, I mean... And then Steve Phelps says, well, I, I regret that I didn't use the word alleged in the original PR. Well, yeah, that would have helped. But why did we need the original PR in the first place? So I was, I was told last night about a perspective of this that I should look into. Um, and so I did some research. Now, look, I'm telling all of you that I am going to lay this out there. And you can draw whatever conclusion from it you wish to draw. Maybe you think it's nothing. Maybe you think it's something. But here's an interesting... Uh, here's some interesting information. So... <clears throat> The owner of Richard Petty Motorsports, for those who don't know, is not Richard Petty. It's Medallion Financial. Um, and Andrew uh, Wurstein, who is the CEO of Medallion Financial, just hired a lady named Cynthia Hollenbeck to the Medallion Board of Directors. Cynthia Hollenbeck is currently an auditor for the Clinton Health Initiative, which is a part of the Clinton Foundation. Now, that alone puts a little bit of a potentially different spin on this. But then it, it, it also becomes true that before Steve Phelps worked for NASCAR, Steve Phelps worked for the Wasserman Media Group. The Wasserman Media Group is well known for its ties to Democrats and Clinton and the Clintons, and has it. Many members of the Wasserman Media Group have donated to Democratic candidates. Now, the only thing I'm going to say here is that it it certainly should call into question um, some potential conflict here. Um, and, and if you really sit down and think about the Black Lives Matter car and all of the things that have gone on and the sudden turn that NASCAR has done it to let's get rid of the flag let's have the black lives matter let's all of this it happened so quickly after all of the other situations that developed in the country and you just look at this information you can draw your own conclusions hold your thought we got to take a break we'll come back and if tom has anything else to add he will do so 
Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schrope Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Olero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media set ya. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hey, this is Reed Wilson, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Oh, hey, that's us. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Randy Miller, Red is overproducing, James Malik, and the guy who was talking last segment and who I'm sure is not done with his talking because i i kind of cut him off in the middle of his the middle okay. of his paragraph a break is, is tom more. baker yeah no we had to get a break in otherwise james was going to start throwing things across the room and i i, I value my head it wouldn't like, look pretty on camera no i value my head <laughs> firmly attached to its shoulders so anyhow now, now now that we are now that we're back and we have another 11 minutes or so feel free to continue with where you left off well, I mean, and again, this is just information that I feel like deserves to be out there in all of this because 
let's be real here for for a bit. Um, this is a very toxic situation. Obviously, it's greatly affected NASCAR's fan base. It affects potential sponsors. It affects a lot of things. And so, again, I'm I laid the the ties. And, and if you missed the last segment. Um, search Race Chaser Radio on your favorite podcast platform on Friday afternoon. It'll be up. Um, it's, you can't, I, I think it bears at least knowledge. And I'm not seeing this information being put out anywhere else. The other side of this is that you look at the ties that exist um again if you're going to put a black lives matter car on the track if you look at that organization it is directly funded by it it is a a militia if you will for the 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 liberal democrats now I, i don't i'm not trying to overstate the political potential political tie here but when you donate to Black Lives Matter, you donate to Act Blue, which then has used a great had a great deal of money that's gone through there that's being used to fund Democratic candidates. Now, I don't I'm not I'm not saying there's a tie. I'm saying that in the last month, we've seen NASCAR go from a sport with a strong southern base that has expanded to a national and international fan base over the last several years to now suddenly banning a flag that to a lot of their traditional fan base is a sacred flag and a Black Lives Matter car, and now we have this situation with a noose that would seem to the 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 common person to be nothing. I don't want to call it a hoax, but it it certainly was a huge blunder. I will I will opine by saying I think it was a huge blunder on NASCAR's part. To, to to come out with that press release before they had fully completed an investigation. And when you see the picture and you realize it was there last year, somebody knew that. Somebody knew that. At some point, somebody knew that. You had, you, you had 15 FBI agents on the grounds. All I'm saying is it certainly seemed very nonsensical and there was, there were things that just weren't adding up. And to me, they still don't. Uh, Something is not adding up here. I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying it's a conspiracy, but I think people need to understand that there certainly is a situation right now going on where you've you've got your only black cup driver out standing up for social justice, but when you see who some of the people are that are kind of around him, it, it, it just starts to look bad. Um, I, I'm all for, I'm all for 
equality and social justice. I don't want to make myself to be not a part of the cause. Okay. And I, right now I stand with Bubba because I feel bad for Bubba. I think Bubba, there's a lot that goes on in, 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 in Bubba's orbit that a lot of people don't know about. Um, and I think we need to give Bubba the benefit of the doubt here, but there's a point and I hope today was it. You, you, they showed the news. There, there was a news found at Sonoma, by the way. Yeah, there was. I Okay, that's another part of this. Why? <laughs> In other words, if you realize that they found a noose at Sonoma and there was a noose, it, 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 did, did, if you, wouldn't that have called into question whether this was anything racist or not? Because, you know, I, I just feel like there was a lot of time invested this week trying to prove that this was actually something. It just wasn't what we thought. And when you look at it, it feels to me like it was actually nothing. And, and like somebody should have been able to look at this. And before you told the public, you go get your footage and you, you do your due diligence and you realize that there was nothing to this. And the public doesn't even need to know because in the end, it really isn't a news story at all. It's true. I'll see. I'll admit that's the thing that puzzled me about the whole thing from the beginning was why release the first statement on right. Sunday night before you had all the facts right. in. It was a very strongly worded statement. Yes. For something very that we emotional. didn't. Yes, as Steve Phelps admitted to. Mm-hmm. You know, he took responsibility for Agreed. that. Uh, but that, to me, was the part that didn't make sense from the beginning of this, is why release the first emotional state, emotion-driven statement, I should say more accurately, before you know everything about the situation. Well, and, and why do you put—see, because that puts Bubba immediately into a, into a box— hundred percent. Okay, because somebody goes and tells Bubba there's a noose in your garage. Now, here's here's the here's the other part of this. Bubba went on a whole bunch of shows and did interviews, and that you know, first he saw it, then he didn't see it. Okay, his story where it came to whether he actually saw this thing and whatever, and when he saw it, his story wavered more than once in these the this series of interviews that he did. And that, that again, makes you wonder why that would have happened. So there's enough about this that seems puzzling. And then when you, when you knew it wasn't a noose, why is Bubba still doing shows saying, but it was a noose? Well, yeah, it's a noose, but it obviously isn't that kind of noose. Right. Right. What, what it would, it would seem to me at some point you come out and you say, folks, you know, we, we jumped the gun here. Okay. It just feels like the intent is still that everybody's supposed to, to think that, well, gosh, this could have been awful. Well, but it wasn't. And so the, the spin is that we're glad it wasn't. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. So am I, but I, I feel a little bit like something was put out there that should have never been. And, and now it, now this greatly affects NASCAR from a PR standpoint. I mean, they're just getting, they're getting destroyed. They're getting hammered everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Um, yeah. 
which affects sponsors it affects everybody mm-hmm. so um i think the conclusion we can draw is at the very least this was handled terribly terribly uh wrong yeah. i mean it was it was a huge uh PR nightmare and blunder on NASCAR's part. But, but again, I wanted to lay out some other situations here that I think it's, it's certainly a cause to think because again, somebody from the 43 team supposedly is the one who brought this to NASCAR's attention. Somewhere they actually named who it was. I don't remember what which oh, of the which of the one of the RPM statements I believe actually named who the crew member was. I'll go back during this next break and look to yeah. see if I can find I it. I just um, you, you got to feel for. I mean, from a from a personal perspective, you got to feel for Bubba Wallace. I because agree. If, if this is a situation where he had no idea what was going on in terms of you know maybe behind the scenes, yep. and and NASCAR or whoever was using him as a pawn. To get somebody you know, using right, him. right, but I'm Potentially. saying right, not not necessarily if, NASCAR, and yeah. right, I mean it, not necessarily if? being somebody, but I'm saying if if that is the case, and they're using him to push this movement on everybody, then you got to feel for the guy because he has no idea what's going on. He's yep. just being used yep. to to further whatever agenda that somebody might have against somebody else. And what this this is that slippery slope I talked about yeah, a I few know, weeks ago. I, exactly. We all want we all want zero racism Mm -hmm. and my concluding statement about this is this for those of you who are saying well so that proves racism doesn't exist my answer is wrong because let me let me tell you i have seen some of the most vile evil vicious examples of racism toward bubba wallace on the internet in the last three or four days that I've ever seen directed at anybody from supposed NASCAR fans. Well, not just fans, even some people inside the sport, and I'm not going to dignify the person I'm referring to by name because... Regardless, I'm just making the point that that racism does exist. Exactly. Mm -hmm. By the way, before we go to break, can I offer a positive breaking thing? Breaking news. Breaking news. Yes. I did it for you. (laughs) Well, I wanted to do it anyways. Eric Almirola's on the pole at Pocono. Well, that's interesting. Well, that's a record Indeed. one. And the uh, multi-time winner, Denny Hamlin, starts third. So uh, you'll see where I'm going with that little nugget a little bit later when we get to our picks for okay. the weekend. Because, yeah. Hand, hand. Jacob hand, picks hand. Denny. <laughs> at least once. Anyway, yeah, we got to do some business. We'll come back. More Motorsports Madness in a couple of minutes if James lets us. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, post it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color Correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles. And now we offer motorcycle products. 
Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Derek Crowe, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. What's so funny, Tom? Well, it, it, A lot of things. The, you know, our esteemed producer says 10 seconds. In other words, it's 10 seconds to back yeah. on the air. And then says right after that, with hardly any pause, 14 minutes. It just was one of those, my head had to go, wait, oh, no, 10 seconds back in the air, it's a 14-minute segment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you, said you thought we had 14 more minutes of commercial. Well, I, that, that's what you get for thinking. The 14-minute part didn't make sense. Anyway. That's okay. Motorsports Madness. As long as, we, che- as long as the check reflects the commercials, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> Motorsports Madness, where we try to confuse Tom on a weekly basis. It's easy. <laughs> Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, James Mellick is still punching buttons, and yes. we're having a show. And, well, we get our first scheduled doubleheader this weekend at yes. Pocono. I say scheduled doubleheader because... We had a doubleheader at Charlotte and a doubleheader at Darlington, but those weren't planned. Those were pandemic-induced. So, this is... Wait, wasn't it Miami and... Miami was an Xfinity doubleheader. I'm talking about cup. Oh, cup doubleheader. Cup doubleheaders. I thought you were just saying doubleheaders. No, no, no. Cup doubleheaders. Anyway... Yeah, so we'll talk about Pocono in a minute. First, I do want to mention that if uh, if you're curious, coming up in the second hour, uh, yeah, okay, now we do have to reboot me. <laughs> MyComputerCareer.edu is the main sponsor. Jacob, man, I'm making it to the second hour. Training for a better life. If you need 
rebooting, call my computer <laughs> career. They'll send an IT expert to your studio. Yeah, we've, we've gone host. through a lot of those over the last six yeah. months because they're in here and they're like, no, yeah. I didn't pay for this career. Well, uh, nope, so, see, see, the problem is, is that it's it's just difficult on them. You know, they yeah. come here and some yeah. of yeah. some have just quit and some have turned to drugs well, and alcohol. It, it doesn't help you know. that Jacob brings in McDonald's and doesn't even feed the <laughs> rebooter. <laughs> Sorry. So they're starving to death trying to stand over there and reboot him every five seconds. He didn't even get a chicken nugget for his trouble. <sighs> so so back any, to any, your Well, no, I, I should make the point, by the way, if we're going to go through all of that, that uh, they, they can help you become an IT professional in as little as four months. That's correct. <laughs> One to two times a week online is all it takes. When you fail the class, and then you become Jacob's Yeah, exactly. <laughs> become a host yeah. of the show. Something like that. Anyway, what I was well, trying <laughs> to get to was that coming up in the second hour of our show and stumbling over the second hour we of our 12 show minutes part, left. Yeah. We're going to have Katie Hedinger join us. That's correct. Katie is a Michigan-based young, very young racer who's getting her feet wet in the late models this year. And uh, Isn't today her birthday, too? Because I, I, I think I saw that on Race Face Brand Development, that they wished her a happy birthday today. Tom's going to double I'll check. I'll go it, chase. Jacob, continue on. I'm pretty sure. All right, Katie's coming up, and you'll enjoy her. It, She's it, a great interview. If it's her birthday, we do have to surprise her that we know about it. Yes, yes. of course. So, although that, she's probably listening, so it's just been spoiled. Well, that's oh, I will, it's okay. I will go look that up. Anyhow, Randy, yes, Pocono thoughts, early things. Are we going to see anything better than previous years, or are you just kind of kind of setting our setting us up for? Uh, hey, we're we're going to be able to take a nap. I mean, I'm not setting up for anything. It would be NASCAR that does it, but I, okay. in any event, um, I f- I really hope that these races are are better than we've what we've seen in recent years, and you know, intuitive to what we've seen so far this year since the, since we've come back from the coronavirus, every single race has presented a, li- a little bit more excitement than the one before it. So I, f- I hope going into Pocono we will see at least a slightly better race than we've seen in Pocono in recent years. I think Tom is going to confirm what I just said. Right. Well, I'm going to agree with oh, okay. what you just said oh, okay. and confirm what you said a few oh, okay. minutes ago. Gotcha. It is indeed Katie Hedinger's 13th birthday today. Yay. So, yeah. Wonderful. She is officially a teenager. Yeah. And uh, like I said, she will be a fun interview. Indeed. Yeah. All right. Awesome. So Randy just Back gave. Ra- Ra- I was going to say Randy just gave his tricky triangle thoughts. Mm-hmm. So I'll let Tom give his tricky triangle thoughts now. That's a lot of T sounds. Yeah. I. You know. I. I don't really. The the thing about this is I think it's going to be different. You know. We 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 talk about how Pocono can be, you know, tedious. Another T word uh, at times. But um, these races are shorter which I think is going to make them a bit I, I think it the the aggression will be up a little more I think I the like the three I like the 325 miler on Saturday which if I'm doing my math right is going to equate to somewhere in the realm of a hundred gonna say it's less than 200 laps I think 130 yeah. See, I, I like that. 130 laps. Yes, 130 laps. Um, so I, I think that will change the way the race is, is you know, because you're it's almost like you're running to halfway. Almost, In, in yeah. a traditional race, yeah. right? So so it's, you know, it, it'll be a, di- I think it's going to be a different kind of race. And so this may be okay. And frankly, I think those shorter races work out just fine. So um, I would like to see more of them. Personally, then. Malik just confirmed my math, by the way. It is 130 laps on Saturday. Wow. Good for you. And 140 laps on Sunday. So you can't talk, but you can do math. I did do the math. 325 divided by 2.5 is 1 
30. Good job, Jacob. Well, see, you know, Jacob is a stat boy. That's what Jacob That's knows. True. That's yeah. His math when is his You best throw numbers stat. in there, and he's all about that. But He's good at English and math, and... Um, that's his forte. So uh, English writing, not English writing. I was going to say, speaking. not not always good at English speaking. Well, you yeah, speaking, but you you have a good vocabulary. It's just you have trouble with the tongues sometimes. That's when we yeah. reboot you. Well, hey, like the, the the big words roll off his tongue. It's the little words like cat and dog <laughs> that he has trouble with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I have more breaking news. Uh oh, what now? We have more lineups. Oh. Uh so I, I I'm going to make Aaron Bearden proud on this one because. I'm 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 gonna borrow. Explain f- who Aaron is for our audience who has for, no I was idea. gonna say for our audience who doesn't know, Aaron Bearden is not only uh, a uh, a self-made journalist under the Motorsports Beat platform, MotorsportsBeat.net, I do believe. Yeah. Um, he also, uh, if you follow him at all on the Twitterverse, he is a master of the pun. Yeah, he is very punny. Yes. Yes, he is. He's a and very uh, funny guy. I, I will make him proud with this one for the Xfinity starting lineup. Poca Noah. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. For those who are going, huh? Noah Gregson <laughs> oh. drew the pole. Yes, he did. So yes, he did. For Poca Noah. See, that's how that. Uh huh. Wow. See? Yeah. See? You're getting it now. Yeah, good job, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your your digger didn't even ding all the way. That's because the I'm, I'm the thing is wrapped around it. Yeah, there, you there you go. go. There, that's better. Aaron Aaron gets a ding for that. We Aaron need to get Aaron on the show. Yes, we do. That would be, oh, that would be I good. would love He'd that. He'd be a good guest. Oh, and for those Truck Series fans in our audience, of which I'm sure there are at least a few, Johnny Sauter's on the poll for that one. Okay. So, all, 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 all's, well, all's well in Tricky Triangle Land. Hey, I have a prop bet for you this weekend. A early, what? Early prop bet. Have you never, have you never paid attention to like casinos and such? Do you not well, know what yes, a prop bet but is? I, I guess it took me a minute to like why is okay. Go ahead and explain it so I can figure out the prop bet part of it. Why <laughs> oh, you called it that? Over under on number of Tricky the Fox sightings. <laughs> because if anybody's keeping score, we're up to three, and we haven't even been to the track where he's the mascot yet. Really. Rem- We've had three foxes on NASCAR on Fox this year. Well, we had the one at, uh, where Where was the one that was? It was Darlington. Darlington. It was the, it was was the, the Wednesday Darlington yeah. race. Yeah. yeah. Where were the other two? I don't remember. Uh, one of the Charlotte races oh. and whatever was right after Charlotte. Uh, Bristol? Okay. Yeah, I believe Bristol was one of them because I remember seeing it jumping over the fence. Yeah, we had three. we've had three foxes so far on NASCAR on Fox. So... So the prop bet is how many fox sightings will there be at Pocono? Correct. I don't know. Pocono's in the middle of the mountains of Pennsylvania, so I Which don't Which means if, there's wildlife. Yeah, I don't know. I'm setting the over-under at two. If I were a fox, I sure wouldn't be hanging out there. <laughs> <laughs> the weather's not very predictable. No, Pocono. it's not. The, prob- the problem is it's not always the foxes that hang out there. It's the deer. Yeah, I was going to say, I'd be more likely that there would be a deer or some other sort of They're actually like They've actually had to throw... I don't remember what year it was, but they did actually have to throw a caution one year during practice because there was a deer on the backstretch. Yeah, I wouldn't... That, see, that wouldn't surprise me. The fox, I'm not too sure about. Um but anyway, that's uh, interesting. But so. it should be fun that you've got you've got five divisions, five races, five races, five races four divisions, four yes, divisions. including yeah. ARCA. Yeah. Oh, by the way, 
Small nugget from the truck field, yay. Norm Benning and Parker Kligerman are in the race this week. Oh, well, that'd be good. That always, there, there's some entertainment value there. Norm is always fun to watch. Norm. Parker is, is to me, a driver who ought to be in somebody's championship winning cup car. Please? But please, I think we're a little, probably too late for that, sadly. I just have a question. Why has Norm not been in the truck races? Because I... there's been too many trucks entered and, and Norm didn't have enough points. Okay. I was unsure of that. I They had like 47 trucks entered for 40 spots, and we haven't been able to have qualifying for weeks. It's a good yeah. problem I to have. Had, I haven't looked at their um, their entry list. Oh, yeah, there's a ton of... Yeah, they, we've had four... Uh, the first couple of truck races back, we had 47 trucks entered for 40 spots, and they Which had I to turn... great. They had to turn seven trucks away because we didn't have qualifying. Yeah. I mean, it's tough for those seven trucks, obviously, but I think right. I think the interest in the truck series is at least it would be easier to know you're not going to qualify before you even leave to go up there. No, but I mean, from the perspective of a lower-funded yeah. team, you waste all that money, all that money on fuel to go up there just to not qualify and have to right. go home. Right. You right. would know exactly. before you go, you're not yeah. going to make it. So, um, other other thing to note from the truck field: this is Chase Purdy's first start back this weekend. Yeah, and that was uh, I'm happy to With see GMS, Chase coming yeah. back in the 24 truck. That Me Chase too. Elliott's been running. Um, glad to see. Well, it, I guess it goes from chase to chase here. Yeah, it does. Um, as a but, matter of uh, fact, you know, and, and and Chase is a driver. For those who don't know him, um, Chase is a driver who who's done very well up through the ranks, right into the ARCA series, and uh, has been off racing for about a year or a little so. over a year. His yeah. last his last race was the 2018. Snowflake 100. Okay. Um, so it's been a year and a half. He's a student at the University of Alabama. Alabama. Yep. Yep. So uh, had had the opportunity um, to, to come back and certainly has some Five great equipment to do it in. at GMS. Yeah. So that I be think he'll, I think he'll do very well for himself. I uh, do too. Starts 12th alongside his teammate Tyler Ankrum. Very good. So I, I was just glancing through the truck lineup and noticing there were that those couple of names that I, I just wanted to throw out there because it's been a little while since we've seen them in the case of Chase and Norman Parker. Yeah, well, and, and again, don't fall asleep on Chase because nah. I know it's a short race and he hasn't run in a while. And of course, the other, of course, he's not going to get any practice. There um, is that too. But he's got a good truck. So he does, yeah. Knowing how Chase approaches races, um, you know, I I think I don't know that he goes and wins, of course, but I I, I do think a top ten or so mm-hmm. is certainly possible. Since we've seen, since this is the first time we'll see a true Cup Series doubleheader in back to back days, though we've seen the Cup Series run two races in close proximity yeah. at tracks. Real quick before we go to break, to both of you, do you like the do you like the double concept? I I do if it's a shorter race. I don't like the idea of doing 500 miles or whatever. Oh ha- no, uh, no, 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 no! I wouldn't. I wouldn't be an advocate of two 500 mile races. In I'm good with 130 laps. Yeah, I, I agree. I like the concept, and I also think that it's something that NASCAR. I don't think this is going to be the last time we see this. Well, that, and that was going to um, be my follow up question: Was do you think the double uh, the double header or double idea is something that will stick beyond this year? I hope it does because it's a way of getting either getting more races in in a shorter. Uh, calendar yeah. time, or it's a way of getting more races into the schedule and not and not uh, expanding the too calendar. Much to yep. the calendar. Exactly, right. you can do more double headers. Oh, for sure. I now I don't think you're going to see more than 36 races. Uh, red, red, yeah, I was going to say red shaking his head, kind of agree with me. <laughs> Red's going, please, yeah, please, please, no. <laughs> I love racing, but man, it's tough to get through 36. Uh, it's a lot of work to get through that many. So 
if they add them, we'll build them and go race them. But what, 36 is a lot. In a couple of seconds here, I mean, if they did, if they added them by virtue of double headers, so you're not necessarily adding calendar time, is that possible or still? Yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay. It's, it's easier because you still have to build two cars no matter what to right. go to those tracks. you got to right. take a backup Primary car. and a backup, yeah. yeah. So either way, you're not having to build an extra car to go do that. So, yeah, that's cool. Fair enough. All right. With all that said, we're going to get ready to take a break. we still got a lot more Motorsports Madness to come. Katie Hedinger is coming up in the second half of our show. It's her birthday today, oh, by the way. But we're going to take a break and be back with more Motorsports Madness in just a couple of minutes. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels Levels, new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Ty Ingram, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. 
Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyCompetitorCareer.edu. Training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, James Mellick with you as we continue to talk racing, finishing up the first half of our show. And Tom, if I wanted to become an IT professional, we could uh, call up somebody from My Computer Career who... Well, preferably who's not already tried to work inside my head, that because that just wouldn't work really well. And they could probably teach me how to do that, huh? Well, yeah, you'd think, right? So, <laughs> so what I know about my computer career is this: when I went to the Raleigh campus to to take a look around and 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 had them walk me through how all this is put together, it really was pretty amazing uh, what they've done. And you have to understand that the, the CEO, the founder of my computer career, uh, is a gentleman who founded it because he felt like people needed to have this training. It was born out of his own experience that he decided to, uh, to start this school. Uh, and my computer career now has seven campuses across the country, but the beautiful part is you don't have to go to any of them. You can do this training online, one to two days a week, and in as little as four months, you could be ready for a career in IT. And there are a couple of million at least jobs in that field that are open currently in the U.S. They're unfilled because there's way more demand for IT specialists than there is supply of uh, those specialists to take the jobs. So uh, financial aid is available if you qualify, including the GI Bill. And of course, once you're ready to go into the workforce, my computer career works with hundreds of employers to try and get you placed. So my computer career might be a great option, whether you're looking to change careers or maybe you're just looking for a first career, uh, go to mycomputercareer.edu. There's a free career evaluation test that you can take. So there's no obligation. If you decide you want to go forward, that's how you do it. Financial aid available. Go through the training one to two days a week in as little as four months. You can be ready to enter the workforce. And when you are, they work with hundreds of employers to help you get placed. My computer career really is training for a better life. I promise because I know them. They're friends of mine and they do a killer job of uh, putting people into great life situations. <laughs> Let's not classify rebooting Jacob as a great life situation. Let's classify That's us as, <laughs> as needing to take a break. Back with yeah. more after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. 
rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. If you're just joining us, howdy. If you're still joining us, I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and, Whatever, yes. we entertain the masses. <laughs> Don't say that. We are. <laughs> they love it when we entertain them. Yeah. Something like that. Jacob Zielman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, uh, Red, otherwise known as James Mellick, punching buttons, keeping us, uh, for some reason, on the air, mostly because Tom would glare at him otherwise. Well, yeah. yeah and That's then why he's here. We bring you in. Now i got to push an extra button here on the board. I'm sorry. Maybe once in a maybe once in a while, I like hearing you actually talk instead of sitting over there in silence. Oh, that's fair. I understand. Well, Red, you get a workout because most weeks Jacob isn't here anyway, so you don't have to use his button. Yeah. See, now I got to push two extra buttons. He just brought up. (laughs) (laughs) He'll get over it anyway. If you're just joining us, we're halfway through the show. Uh, We discussed a whole bunch of NASCAR type stuff during the first hour. If you missed any of that, well, we may rehash some of it in the second an hour, but you can always dial up your favorite podcast platform and listen to this show tomorrow, which would be Friday, uh, and catch up on anything you may have missed in the first half of this program. The second half of our program is going to feature Katie Hedinger out of Michigan as our guest for at least one segment. Yeah, and you don't want to miss this. Uh, she's coming up shortly, and Katie just turned, she, today's her 13th birthday, uh, and she's spending part of it with us on the show. Lucky uh, her. Via the strumasters.com <laughs> Yeah, lucky her. And she is just a very energetic uh, young lady who, uh, in her last late model race that she ran uh, a couple of weeks ago, she broke the track record and hang qualified. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I got to do, I got to do my John Car- Tom Carnegie. Where did? Wow! I just had a bad and moment there. There went your moment. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> I was going to do my Tom Carnegie. Yeah. It's a new track record. Yeah. Impression. Um, of but course, you I could just do failed. your Johnny Gibson, but then we'd have to turn your mic off. Uh, <laughs> if I did that, it would be. I, I wouldn't. I. It would be picked up on your mic yeah, all correct. the way across the yeah. room. If we did that, we'd have a line of people outside trying to meet Johnny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's probably right. Jacob does Johnny better than Johnny does Johnny. That's all I'm going to By the way, you. since we brought up Johnny, at some point during this show, we're going to talk about how the World of Outlaws were back on live television over the weekend, and which Kyle I Larson was hyped won. about. Oh. No, he didn't. No, no, no. Outlaws, sprint cars. <laughs> we'll talk more oh. about that later. Katie Hedinger after this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. 
Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, James Mellick, all with you, continuing to talk racing. And Where are we talking from? We are talking from the WSIC okay. studio in Statesville, North Carolina. Cool. Sorry, I meant I to mention... I couldn't remember where we were. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I meant to mention that earlier, and... There was a lot of things going on, and I just forgot to mention it. So that's on that's operator error. That's my fault. Yes. Anyhow, uh, we're going to get ready to go to the phone lines. If Mr. Mellick can punch a button and dial us up the strutmasters.com hotline, and we are going to talk with Katie Hedinger, who is out of Michigan and running a late model. However, most importantly, 
She is the birthday girl today and on this program and gets to spend a few minutes with us. So, Katie, bef- before we get into the fun stuff, uh, from all of us here at Motorsports Madness, happy 13th birthday. Thank you for having me, and thank you for wishing me happy birthday. <laughs> well, see, we would sing to you, Katie, but we don't want our listening audience to turn us off. So, Because um, <laughs> we only sing in one key, and unfortunately, it's the key of door, and that doesn't work well on the radio. So, um, we, Door just, or dork? Do, well, what, probably, that's what we are. Oh, okay. we're, we're, we are dorks, but we that. sing in the key of door. Oh. Um, so, Katie, happy birthday, and I hope you've had a great day, and I hope you've had a bunch of cake and ice cream, and you're ready to talk about radio. Racing with us for a little while. Okay. <laughs> See, she's so yeah, agreeable. I was going to say, no, she's agreeable and excited. Uh, Katie, first off, uh, let's talk about your most recent race for, for a minute. Uh, you know, Talk us through uh, how things went at Anderson. I know you were particularly excited because you went out and set a track record in qualifying, which is always fun. Um, yeah, so we had the first race of our season um, a couple weekends ago at Anderson Speedway in Indiana, and our car was super fast. Um, every time we practiced there, we were really fast. Um, we did really good in practice. We were fastest in practice. Um, we were fastest in qualifying. Um, and then in the heat race, we took it a little easy because, I mean, it was the first race, and I had never seen any of the guys race besides for a couple that I raced with last year. Um, and I have never seen anyone or heard of anyone so we just we started last because they inverted so we started fourth which there was only four of us and so we just laid back until we let them all um line up um after green and we came in third i think for the heat race and then we were in the feature and i started fourth again in the feature um so i started on the outside and i got into third I made my way up into third, and then the top three cars, um, we drove away kind of from the pack. We were still there with them, but we had quite a lead on them, so we were just there. And I was trying to pass for second, but I wasn't able to make a clean pass um, on the car. So overall, we came in third, and it was just a great weekend. We were really fast. Um, I was still happy with third for the first race. I know we could have done better, but yeah, it was, overall it was a really good weekend. So you started racing in quarter midgets, uh, moved up through the junior sprints, and last year I believe you moved up to junior late models. Uh, talk a little about the junior late models and, and getting started in, in those cars and really what you've thought of them being able to work with them and race them over the last couple of years. So after corner midgets, I have been I had raced corner midgets for about five years. So then we moved to dirt because there wasn't really anything around us that I could race. However, we were driving five hours almost every weekend for dirt um, to race, wow. and so we kind of wanted to find the next the next thing for me because I want to go to NASCAR, and we just none I wasn't old enough to race around any of the other tracks around us. So there really wasn't. So we were kind of stuck. We couldn't find anything to do. I wasn't old enough to race late models. Um, We had tried out a legend and bandolero, but then they dropped those classes near us. So we were kind of stuck and trying to figure out what to do next. So my dad, he actually had raced late models in his previous years of racing. And so he messaged TRA and 
he was like, hey, we should start a junior late model class because there were a lot of kids from quarter midgets and that we knew from dirt that also were moving up and had nowhere else to go because we all lived ra- around each other and there was nothing that we could do. And so we started the junior late model series and actually the first year, yes, um, last year was my first year and we only had seven cars last year because it was new and a lot of people actually came to watch just because they wanted to see it out. Sure. Um, I think that since it was the next level and it um, had, um, I mean, it was a late model and we were racing at track at bigger tracks and so everyone wanted to test it out, but I was super excited because obviously I love racing and I even told my dad, I said it over and over again when we were getting in the car, setting it up and everything for my first race. I was like, because I always race smaller cars. So I was like, I feel like I'm in a NASCAR because <laughs> even though I wasn't, it's just yeah. it was something I wasn't used to. But every time I try something new, I'm always excited to try something new for racing. And I'm always excited. I'm never nervous because I'm always like, you know what? I can win. I can do this because I always, I mostly have confidence in myself. And so my dad, they, um, CRA and Victory Christian Trails, which is my dad's business, started the series. And so we only had seven kids the first um, season. And then actually this season, I think we had like 13 kids sign up. And we had 10 on the first race, which was like huge because last year I finished fourth. And this year it's like there's 10 kids, they're new kids. And it's, it was super exciting. And it was, um, we were moving up, we were getting new stuff and getting more serious and it was just really exciting and a lot of fun. Well, you, uh, let's, you, you kind of gave us a lot there to talk about. The first of which would be, um, you're running, as you said, these are late models. And for those in our audience who, well, what is a junior late model? Well, the car itself is not a junior late model. It's not a downscale car. It's a full-size late model, but the drivers are bracketed. In other words, it's, you know, say 10 to 16 years old or 11 to 16. They're all younger drivers. And so it's a way for a driver like Katie to be able to move up into a full-size car without having to run against, um, you know, adults and, and, you know, who have significantly more experience kind of gives you a chance, right? Katie to kind of learn the car without feeling so much pressure of running against, you know, guys that have been doing this, uh, guys and gals, maybe that have been doing this for a long time and, and really aren't quite, um, you know, the guy that you want to run with uh, juniors first, this is a great class for you to learn in. Yeah. And we were, we were wanting to move up to late models because that's also a good opportunity too to get closer up to NASCAR and higher opportunities. Sure. Well, for the juniors, they have a 602 Chevy crate motor and they only have 300 horsepower. Where for my other car that I'll be racing, it's a template late model and has, it's a 604 Chevy crate motor and has 450 horsepower. So it also, it also is, um, doesn't have as much horsepower. So it's basically a restricted car. So we're not going as fast. Right. And which is good because we're all different ages. So like I was 11 and we were the first season, we were all around the same age. Well, now I, I was 12 at the first race. Now I'm 13. And there, there was a 15 year old racing because the age is 10 to 16. Okay. So there's that little, there's that little gap of age group where we're all around the same age, kind of the same point in racing. And then when we move up, we'll be more experienced. So yep. we're not just jumping right in with the big goals. 
Well, and that makes great sense. And, uh, you know, looking at your 2019, um, you had a top three, you had five top fives. You were the second fastest qualifier uh, at Corrigan Speedway and Anderson Speedway. And uh, you ended up, I guess, what, fourth in championship points. That's really good. And for those who don't know anything about Anderson, Anderson is a really, really, it's, yeah, it it's a high bank quarter mile. And it's tough. And it's it tough. very yeah, tough. Yeah, it's a tough track to run. So, um, but you said you like Anderson. You love to run there, right? Yes. Anderson is my favorite track because it's super fast. I love tracks that have a lot of banking, especially in the corners. Um, also, Johnny Van Doren, he is helping us um, this year from Van Doren Racing Development. He helped work on my car. He has raced there, and I think that it helps a lot more for all these new tracks that we're going to because some of the tracks my dad has raced at, so he can help me. Right. But Johnny, he has raced at all these bigger tracks and tracks that I'm going to go to more Gotta often. Got to take a break back in a moment. Parents, your son here. or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette it's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schrope Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Olero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media set ya. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. 
A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, fired by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, James Mellick, uh, all sitting around talking racing in the WSIC studios in Statesville, North Carolina. Yes. And, uh, Tom, I'm going to get ready to go back to the Strutmasters.com hotline with Katie Hedinger, who's been a great guest for us over the last segment or so. Yeah, Katie did a great job. And, Katie, just so you know, and this is uh, one of the cool, interesting things about live radio, we got so close to a hard break that we had to take that, you know, we had to kind of cut you off in mid-sentence there, so we apologize for that. But um, we, we, we have certain break times that we have to hit on this show. Uh, so we – but we're happy to have you back and um, – it's uh, it's it's interesting for me that you've been able to run this junior class for uh, now what is going to be your second year, but you're also running. Um, I guess it would be a pro late model, right? Is that is that how you would define it? You're not running two separate junior classes, right? No, sorry, I just got my phone. But no, I'm actually running a template late model at Kalamazoo down here in Michigan. Yeah. Um, I used to run at a quarter midget track that they had there. Um, well, instead of running at Corianoro Speedway, um, we're actually going to run there. So we're actually um, building that car right now. And I'm really excited because um, it's one of the bigger tracks. Um, yeah. So it's... Um, little bit more, I guess, than I'm used to, but I'm just super excited because, like, again, um, I think that no matter what I do or where I go, it's going to help me get um, closer to my goal. So whatever I need to do, I'll do to be able to get there. But this is a, this late model that you're running at Kalamazoo, you're running against adults, right? This isn't a junior class, is it? No, yes, I will. It is a full size. Well, it's a late model. They both are. Yeah. But it isn't a junior late model. Um, it, um, I think I said it earlier, but it has a 604 Chevy Crate engine, okay. and it goes 450 horsepower. Nice. So it's kind of like a we would know it here if it was a late model stock would be a limited late model or a pro late model right um, here if yeah. it's a super I, chassis super late model chassis right I was going to actually yeah. toss I was yeah. going to toss that yeah. in is uh, so up in for those in the in the Midwest and kind of the northern part of the late model verse for our audience who maybe is more familiar with the terms uh, up in Michigan uh, Indiana that that portion of the country you've got uh, as Katie referenced template late models and outlaw late models and the outlaw late models are more what we uh, what we would what are akin to what we call down here super late models and the template cars are uh, are more straight rail closer to the pro late models but don't they also have jacob um outlaw aren't the outlaw late models topless not always. Okay. They can, they can run topless, but um, not always. Because the ones I saw at Super Shoe a bunch of years ago when I went to Kalamazoo for that, a lot of them were topless. They had sort of the mm-hmm. the Lexan work in the back. They almost look like a dirt late model in some ways, but they right. but they, they aren't. They're pavement they, cars. Yeah, right. They've uh, so I now with those. the outlaw right now with the outlaw class up there in Michigan, they've they've um, 
I don't want to say streamlined some of the rules, but they've mandated some of the rules to, uh, you know, only in very special instances do they run topless okay. anymore. Most of the weekly classes are, are top. You know, it's it's very okay. close to the super late model. Because the super year. shoe is a run what you brung kind of event, right, which I right. love. That was great. Um, but but um, Katie, that uh, you you for 13 years old, I mean, you've got a lot on your plate because uh, aren't you running still some on the dirt or is that is that done for this year? Um, well, actually, we were talking, mostly we're focusing on pavement. Okay. Um, but there would be an option, like, but we wouldn't run it all the time. Yeah. It'd be, like, once in a while going out to a track, because we are no dirt tracks by us. Like, we have to drive to Indiana, which is five, six hours wow. away. So, because they actually, I think they're closing the dirt track by us. So they never really got a bunch of fans and there anyways. Interesting. But, so that's that's one of the re- that's part of the reason why we moved back to pavement is because one I had more experience with pavement and two we really didn't have any more options for dirt. Like we couldn't go anywhere besides for drive all this way and usually we just drove back too. So that would be like ten hours Oof. of driving for my dad. Oh yeah, that's tough. Now, quickly, um, talk a little bit about how you train for all of this, because obviously the late models aren't easy to drive. And for someone your age and your experience level, what do you do to train for uh, this type of racing that you're doing? Um, so actually, I've had iRacing, um, which is a online racing um, like website where you go and you can race late models, dirt, street stocks, like Basically, they have almost any car. Yeah, simulator. And yep. they have, yeah, a simulator. Well, we got recently got like the full blown like big deal simulator um, this year. Actually, actually last year we got it, um, but this year we brought it home. So I've been doing a whole bunch of um, series racing series um, on that, and I've actually it's helped me a whole bunch. Like last year we. We're going into the junior late model, not knowing anything about junior late models. And basically, I was just driving like I always do, but learning along the way. The simulator, it's, I've done, I've shown my dad so much improvement. And it's helped me so much that the simulator, like, it's like racing. It's not the exact thing, but it's so close that sure. it helped me with my, um, language like how i describe the car how i know doing, what yeah. the car is doing and how i drive a lot of the tracks i don't race on yet um because i race at short tracks and they don't have a lot of those um but it's helped me so much and actually my trainer uh chase austin he's from racecraft one excuse me he's helped me so much um how to talk he's helped me with everything he i actually did two sessions um of the junior late model racing and he's helped me with both of them and he's helped so much like from this session compared to the last session i finished third and finished fourth and finished in like the top 10 that's great the other ones i was finishing like 15th or something and it showed in my racing too i mean i set fast time like that was like Ah! <laughs> the simulator has helped so much. They are great at Racecraft One. They do a great job. Now, I be, we before we 
let you get out of here. A couple of bits of ground to cover real quick with you. First of all, uh, we know your dad was a former racer, but your dad also, and he still does race, I believe, right? He's still running uh, this year, uh, or that's at least what he told me he was planning to do at the end of last year. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he also owns a business. Tell us a little bit about Victory Custom Trailers, because they're one of our, our biggest supporters here. And we really, uh, I want to hear you talk about Victory Custom Trailers. Um, so actually, um, first, the comment that you said about my dad racing, um, I do believe that he is going to be racing this year. Cool. He has always helped me racing, um, but not as much since my racing has right. gotten more um, serious. Um, but he is racing, which I'm super happy about. Um, but the reason why we are able to race is because of his business, Victory Custom Trailers. Um, so my dad, he sells trailers. So um, he... His business is Victory Custom Trailers, and they sell customized trailers. So now they are actually starting trying to move into a new building. Um, so they aren't going to do more stock. They aren't going to do stock trailers more often. They're going to move to customize. So you actually customize your trailer however you want. Like they have boards of what floor you want, what wall you want. So you can customize your trailer however you want. And actually, on their website, they have a button, Build Your Own, where you can actually click on the button and create your very own trailer. Like, whenever me and my sister, we go to the shop, we always pretend like we work there. And they have, like, workbooks where you can design how big you want it, what color you want it. And it's just, you, we've designed, he's starting to buy, we're going to bigger trailers instead of, we used to do smaller trailers and motorhomes, but now he's mostly doing that custom. But now for the stock, we only we mostly have the bigger trailers. Okay. However, you can still customize your smaller trailers. Sure. But, so you so you customize your very own trailer, and they will like get it for you. And they will um, actually one of the manufacturers in Tech Trailers. They are my sponsor. They are the sponsor on my junior car. Okay, now real quick, uh, website's victorycustomtrailers.com. Tell us your other sponsors. We've got about a minute and a half left in the segment. Okay, so I have Victory Custom Trailers, Vandalin Racing Development, K1 Race Gear, Turn 1, Sim Seat, Intech Trailers, um, PXB Race Underwear, HD5 Graphics, Duco Performance, and um, actually, that's it. <laughs> and where can people follow you? Uh, website, social media, real quick. Um, my website is Racing at dot com. Um, I have an Instagram page, Racing 71 I have a Facebook page, Racing, And we actually just put up a new store, com. And so you can get all my merch, all my shirts, all my hats, everything there. Happy birthday, Katie, and thanks an awful lot. You absolutely were great tonight. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. That was Katie Hedinger and Jacob. I warned you, she was going to yeah, be a you great did. guest. She was a treat. That was fantastic. I that mean, was when, great. when you get a 13 year old that talks so much, you have to cut her off in mid sentence <laughs> to go to a break. Isn't it great? That's a real treat. So I hope all of you out there really enjoyed that. She's no, a great it was girl. A lot comes of from fun. a great family. Looking forward to seeing her in the CRA Junior Late Model Division yes. uh, as the uh, summer and fall 
continues on and wishing her the best of luck as she goes forward. we got about 30 seconds left in this segment. Enough time to tell you that uh, before the end of this show, we still have our fantasy weekly fantasy picks, and Randy's going to update me since I'm back in the studio on how badly I'm doing. Not yet. <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw you getting... Ex- no, you got to wait for a few minutes to tell me how bad right, I'm I'll doing. I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I actually want to talk about IndyCar in our, uh, in our upcoming segment because they've had some fun stuff going on. So we'll do that. But before Red throws anything else at me, we're going to get ready to take a break. We'll do that. We'll come back with more Motorsports Madness powered by My Computer Career right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop into HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a Facebook message and tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show.
News Hour. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered yes. by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, James Mellick is punching buttons, and we are continuing on with tonight's show. And I said I wanted to talk about IndyCar. I do want to talk about IndyCar for a couple minutes because it's my show and I can, but also because they had some news today. Well, you won't get any argument from me to talk IndyCar. I'm always up for that. We're going to have fans back. Woohoo! It's hard to believe that it's end of June and we're saying Indy 500 coming up in it's like two it's months. Usually over well, by now. <laughs> okay, so I, I, I'm going to have to be the pessimist in the room again in a Uh-oh. minute. I'll get to that. But first, the positive news. Fans at Road America next month. Woohoo! Yeah, and, and there's a good example, Randy, of, of why people who are trying to make schedules for these tracks and series are all going as bald as me because um, every state's different, and... So Road America in their situation is able to have some fans in there, which is always great news. But then you look at some of these other tracks like, oh, gosh, I wish we could do. Yeah, know? that's that's true. But I mean, definitely good for Road America. Yeah, you, you look at all the, the, the touring s- series. I mean, NHRA just had to cancel uh, one of their races because it's in Seattle and Seattle yep. says, nope, you're not coming here. Well, uh, so more I mean, like, for, I, the way I heard it was more like the team said, nope, we're not going there. Either way, it was not a mutual decision. Yeah. It was somebody saying, I'm not going, or you're not going, or whatever. Anyway, you take a wrong turn, you end up in chop. Yeah. Right. So anyway, yeah. uh, but you know, aside from that, it's great that, that uh, people are going to get to see an IndyCar race this year. You know, NASCAR is bringing fans back slowly. You know, Texas is coming up, and the All Star yeah. race is coming up, and. Uh, they get to go to New Hampshire, too. So, I, I mean, there's going to be tracks coming up, and I think, you know, by the end of the year we'll see, at least in some places, we'll see full-capacity houses, I hope. Well, and I will also tell you that uh, I have heard from a couple of sources here lately that Road America is uh, most likely to become a part of the NASCAR schedule for 21. Mm-hmm. Whoop, whoop. So that would be I see I NASCAR love that Cup idea. schedule. Yes. Let's clarify. That's well that's you what said I meant. NASCAR oh, schedule. Sorry. I I kind of assume people would realize if I brought it up. It was already part of the Xfinity schedule. So I, I just in case there's people that don't know, yeah. I wanted to clarify. NASCAR Cup schedule for twenty one. And I, I, I think that's could a great totally idea. Totally get behind that. Yep. Yes, please. Yep. It's a great course. So in back general. to IndyCar. Yes, back to IndyCar. <laughs> um, sorry. I'm excited because not this coming weekend, but the following weekend, IndyCar and NASCAR meet head to head. At Ow. Indy. Yeah, at Indy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I should not I should not have done the fists coming together no, thing. He broke probably two or three knuckles there. Huh. Um IndyCar uh on the road course. And NASCAR on the NASCAR oval. NASCAR on the but oval. But either way. Same well, facility, same weekend. Xfinity let's go. on the road course. Yes, Xfinity on the road course. But cup on the oval. So, yeah, that's going to be fun. Unfortunately, no fans. I know. Which which also means that Tony Stewart is no longer going to be in the Xfinity race. Sad face. Yeah, and I don't really. <laughs> because the whole reason for Smoke doing it was to uh, make the fans happy. Yeah, and since I there know, can be no fans. Is there a way to make him happy, though, in all honesty? I mean, I mean, Tony, hey, hey, Tony Stewart has been the happiest man I've seen in a long time uh, the last year or so since he left NASCAR. I guess if he can bring anybody together. Well, I guess my thought is that, gosh, there's an awful lot of people watching this thing on TV. It's Fourth of July weekend. Let's go racing. Come on, Tony. Get in the car and go. You know, I, 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 I'm disappointed, honestly, because that would have been fun. Um, but it should be a great weekend of racing. And I think I, I think that uh, the Xfinity cars will put on a really good show on the road course. 
Um, I'm not crazy about that road course for Indy cars, but sometimes that's a decent race. Mm-hmm. Um, but I certainly think that uh, the cup race has the chance. But again, you know, the interesting thing is we're going to in th- there's a lot of firsts this year in cup. And, and we've said, well, the, the last few brickyards have been bad races. And, and, and I agree they have for the most part. But this one might be a little different because, again, the timing of it and running with the Indy cars on the road course. And there's a lot of I think, you know, you'll have some issues maybe with the rubber being different. Um, I I have the feeling this may be a different kind of brickyard race, but we'll see. I hope so. I mean, if, if Pocono is going to be I think what we'll see at Pocono will tell what we'll see at, at yeah, Indy. Just in terms of mm-hmm. if we yep. can make Pocono and have decent race to watch, then surely we can make the brickyard 400 yeah. have decent to watch again. I agree. Yeah, I buy it. Um, now, with that being said, I think the Brickyard 400 this year, just because of where it falls in the schedule, the prestige, and people wanting to win there, um, is going to be more interesting than it's been in years past to begin with. It, it, even last year, you know, as they you know got the package fine-tuned a little bit, got the aero ducks sorted out, it turned into a better race than I thought it was going to. So, and the irony that is too. that one of the concerns that everybody had with Indy moving to July 4th was that the fans were going to basically um, cook while they were there because it's so hot uh, in that situation. Mm. Now we have no fans. And I can tell you, I, w- I was at it. Uh, you and I both were at Lucas Oil Raceway uh, last we weekend, it, which is just outside of Indy. And uh, it was in the low 90s both days. And I think I probably spent a little more time in the infield than you did. But I can tell you what, it was hot. Uh, it was. I can't um, imagine being in the grandstand in Indy on July fourth for, yeah, for that. Yeah, I, 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 I know. Can't. I know the, the the people can't see the video that we're recording, but if the video could see it, the the back of my neck uh, verifies that not only was it hot, it was bright because uh, I I I made the mistake of not reapplying a second coat of sunscreen on Saturday, and I ended up. Uh, I, I it's taken me four days to not look like a lobster. See, my I made a bigger mistake. I I thought I had sunscreen in my bag and. I didn't. Ooh. I had no sunscreen, yeah. and, and, and so uh, I can like I can tell if I'm out in the sun. Like I can tell when I start feeling like heated, like in those areas. Yeah. It's like get out of the sun. So that's what I did. Yeah. As soon as it started to feel like maybe I was going to be in trouble, I said I'm going to the tower, and that's what I did. So yeah. I don't think. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I can't see the back of my neck, but I, I know I didn't get sunburned. Uh, and I think I avoided that because I was smart enough to just kind of measure my time. I would go back and forth and not spend a long amount of time in the sun. It was, yeah, I'm like, I can't believe I, I didn't put sunscreen in my bag. It, it was crazy. I thought it was there and it was Big oof. Yeah. Being from We're going to send you guys to Texas and let you guys test that theory at Texas. Cause no, be, let's <laughs> not. I would be dead. No. You'll be sun crisp. I don't yeah. have enough hair to be no. That's, that's well. Whatever hair you have would be burnt off. Yeah. Well, I've been there before. Um, the first Pocono Indy race I ever went to, I was in the infield all day Saturday, no hat on, had just gotten a haircut. Oh, oh it was bad. Yeah, that's it was not smart. bad. Being yeah. from Indy, I can tell you that July Fourth weekend is hot. Yeah. Um, I can't remember how many times I could probably count on one hand because I lived there for eighteen years. Yeah. Um. How many times on July 4th I could actually enjoy it? I was so hot on July 4th weekend every time because we'd go to car shows and I would just fry. Yep. So Indy, oh yeah, Indy on July 4th weekend, smoking hot. So yeah, um, so it could be a very different kind of uh, Brickyard 400 race. Indeed. Yeah. And, and for those who don't know, when James says he, he, he would melt or fry, 
Uh, if you've never seen Red, the reason the reason we call him Red is because of his. Yeah, there we yeah. go. The video's showing it. He, he's got yeah. red hair, so he he kind of looks like an Irishman. He's pale with he was he's born pale with black and hair. ginger. I would uh, <laughs> I would definitely cook. I can tell you that yeah. much. Yeah. and it would not Olive skin kind of thing feel good. Yeah, no. Yep. So no. it should be interesting. I I'm excited. The IndyCar season excites me a lot this year because I like the young talent they've got. Uh, and I and I think there are guys. I think we saw even AJ Foyt racing this this first race at Texas. Um, you know, I think we saw that they can even. There, there's a chance that we may see them be more competitive this year. Um, and you know, I just think the depth of the competition is really, really something in the IndyCar series right now. So I'm expecting a. Uh, a very interesting year all the way through. Again, it's mm-hmm. kind of more condensed, so every race means more. I like it. Yep. I like it a lot. A um, couple more minutes in this segment. We've talked a little bit about IndyCar. Tom mentioned that you and I were uh, in Indiana over the weekend at yep. Lucas Oil Raceway. Congratulations, by the way, goes out to Cody Swanson, who won the Must See Racing non winged sprint car portion of that week or, or that event on Saturday. I started to say week. I wish it was a two day weekend because after well, it the show. It was practice at, on Friday. Yeah, racing on after the show that Cody and Bobby put on oh. Saturday night, I could have gone for a second go round of that. That race, w- that may have been the best sp- sprint car race on pavement that I've seen in years. Well, and I want everybody to know that that's listening or watching, listening to or watching this show that Jacob was, uh, the, he's the series announcer for the Musty Racing Sprint Cars. And he had uh, Derek Prentisiglio, known as DPTV, who uh, does a lot of work for NBC and Speed Sport and such, and does a lot of announcing. And the two of them were calling the events, and I, I was waiting. I was in the, the next room over um, doing my part for the Super Modified uh, part of the race and just waiting for Jacob to spontaneously combust in the last 10 laps of that race because I was afraid I was going to have to go in there and grab the mic and, and uh, work with Derek the rest of the evening because um, it was was a spirited race call and it was a spirited race uh, cody swanson and bobby santos who i think are two of the best open wheel racers in the country right now went back and forth side by side uh and swapped the lead for uh most of the last half of the race oh yeah it was just one of the best battles i've seen in a long time and and of course cody winning it in and dedicating it to his uh owner gene nolan who had passed away a mm-hmm. while back um and uh, Bobby Santos, I had a chance to talk to for, for our Inside Groove Super Modified podcast um, this week, and Bobby said he just had a he had a blast. So mm-hmm. it was just, you know, races like that don't come along all the time. You don't see battles like that all the time, and when you get no. in one, you know, he said that's what that's what racing's all about. Totally so, is, you and know. you know what? What to me, what was cool, not just. So victory lane was super emotional. Like, yeah, you know, Cody was, sure. Cody was in tears yeah. just, you know, knowing what that win meant to the Nolan team after losing Gene in April. And, uh, he did it with a V6 engine, which was down on power yeah. compared, you know, comparatively to the V8s. But Cody was absolutely not going to be denied in that race. Just, you know, for him, for his team, everybody involved in that, um, you know, all, all those things combined to to make it special. Yep. And, you know, to me, what stuck out the most was not just the battle they put on, but the respect yeah. that Cody and Bobby have for one another to race each other as cleanly as they did. Those are two legends of short track pavement racing that yep. I hope we get to watch have many, many, many more battles. Well, and Cody said, uh, or Cody 
has since that the weekend, Cody has uh, been testing a U.S. two thousand. Oh, sorry, an Indy. What do they call it? IndyCar two thousand now. Um, Grand Prix uh, car, part of the road to Indy. And uh, I asked Bobby Santos when I interviewed him, is there a race or a series or a track that you is on your bucket list that you haven't uh, haven't done yet that you'd like to do? And he didn't even hesitate. He said the Indy 500. And I'm thinking, so here's Cody testing a um, Indy Pro Indy, 2000. Indy Car 2000, whatever it is. Indy Pro 2000. Indy Pro what 2000. Used, what used to be Pro Mazda. Yeah. Um, Indy Pro 2000 car. And here's Bobby Santos uh, saying, I'd love to race the Indy 500 someday. Um, and, and I say, Jonathan Bird, please help. Please? Yeah. A- actually, it would be David Bird nowadays. Jonathan, oh. Jonathan has since passed oh, on I, years okay. ago. Yeah. Yeah. No, date. Uh, it would be David Bird family. Yes, Bird family. Please help. Yes, because they are famous for giving uh, open wheel guys an opportunity, which they did with Brian Clawson, which led to Tim Clawson eventually giving the opportunity last year to yes, yes, yes. Um, Pippa Man. Um, and we hope that uh, that maybe uh, that will happen again, maybe with a different driver. Yes, I'll sunshine. Toss- Tyler Courtney. I was going to say I'll toss three names out there as we get set to go to break here that I would love to see from the short track open wheel ranks make it to the five hundred, like much like Brian did. Uh, Cody Swanson is one of them. Uh, Sunshine is another, Tyler Courtney, and Chris Windham, who has driven an Indy Lights car at the Speedway, is the third. So Bobby I, Santos. Santos is another one. Yeah, just is is that on Santos's list too? Yeah, that's what I just said. Oh, okay. Wants, that was the first. Thing I, he said. I apologize. Bucket I misinterpreted. Yeah. I thought yeah. you were referring to Cody. No. My fault. My no, fault. Bucket list Indy five hundred. Okay, take a break. It. More right after this. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. 
You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Dear USAC, next time we have Indiana Midget Week, I don't want the field to be limited that way. That kid that just brought us back from break can race. Just saying. Why is the field limited? Well, it was limited to 48 cars per night for Indiana Midget Week, and that meant that Keith could not bring an extra car so that Young Master Love could race. I see. And I really, I, I, I would have loved to see him at some of the some of the tracks during Indiana Midget Week, uh, just because I, I think he would have fit in really, really well and surprised a few people, I'm sure particularly in it. that field. Um, anyway, we can talk. I, I can talk about Indiana Midget Week a little bit during TV overtime. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. It's our last radio segment, which means it's a real shorty. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, James Mellick. Final thoughts from either of you across the table. Well, I guess we're doing our picks on TV overtime. Yes. Or do we want to yes. slide them in now, uh, real quick? Uh, well, here I'll make mine real easy. Denny Hamlin for both. <laughs> well, there's a story behind Nick's, and so I'll save it for TV overtime. Okay, we don't have enough time. Okay, so. what's your pick? Uh, well, I'll have to explain during when picks. I call. Ah, okay. Uh, so, so Rand- Randy's blowing us. I'm making my picks in public on the on the radio portion of the show. Denny Hamlin for both races, and even if he doesn't win them both, I think he's going to run well. I got my picks in too. Yeah, Any guess? Chris Bell for <laughs> yeah. both. Yes, Chris, sir. Hey, you know what? He's been do- he's been doing sporty yes. lately. Yeah, so we've we been gotta, running really well. We got to give C Bell a lot of credit there. Uh, anyhow, so I'll let the other two then, since they don't want to take up a whole bunch of time in this segment. We don't uh, have it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Save it for TV I overtime, where we'll have more. But uh, for our radio audience, we're glad you've been listening in. Thanks to our guest Katie Hedinger, and for Tom Baker, Randy Miller, James Mellick. I'm Jacob Seelman. Keep it off the wall, folks. And uh, whenever we get to, we might just see you at the racetrack uh, till we meet again. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit MyComputerCareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a race chaser media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, and visit RaceChaserMedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. 
No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.